on this episode of the Generation X Files. Mm. No, you got to keep that sound. Mm. Like, what are you doing? You're, you're, you're blowing your load. Are we recording? <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> oh, God. Generation X Files. I'm Dan America. It is early in the morning, but not too early, but it's still technically the morning. And on this episode of the Generation X Files, we're going to go out to dinner. Not really. We're not going to eat or anything, but this <laughs> episode is probably going to make us both hungry. Uh, we're talking about the good old Sunday dinner. We're going to talk a little food today, a little, uh, a little munchies, a little num, 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 num. It's it, just, oh, that was really creepy. Yes, it was. First of all. Uh, hey. It's the Sunday dinner special. Don't creep out Sunday dinner with uh, your I, num, I will num, have num, you num, know noms. that n- that's not what I do at my mom's. <laughs> what do you do at your mom's? We eat food. For Sunday dinner. We have we used to have Sunday dinner. We actually used to eat dinner all the time as a family. My mom would cook. We'd always sit around the table and uh, we'd eat dinner. Well, it was nice. I I do not have a monologue, unfortunately. Oh, I know. Because I know how much everyone loves my monologue. I know. Really, <laughs> I wanted to talk about food because I was thinking about it. You know, I. So I've been going out to dinner more lately with friends and stuff and with my husband because he's back from tour. And I was thinking mm-hmm. about like growing up, how my parents were so strict, not in a negative way, but like my mom always cooked and we had dinner as a family all the time. And a lot, like almost all my friends, their, their families would at least have Sunday dinner, you know, and so they'd sit together at the table, eat some dinner. And I felt like it was like a really cool tradition and you'd have some time in the craziness of reality to like. You know, our parents would talk to us. They'd know what was going on. We'd, like, bond as a family, you know, stuff like that. And I just feel like that kind of, like, I don't want to say wholesomeness because it's not necessarily wholesomeness, but I feel like that's, like, not necessarily a thing anymore, you know? And I don't know if it's because of my age or what, but it's, like, so it made me start thinking about Gen X and millennials because, like, now I feel like people go out to dinner. They kind of do what they want. And, like, Sunday dinners and family dinners aren't really a thing anymore. I don't know. So anyway, that's why I wanted to talk about it. Hey, you just got a monologue. Ah, snap. Ah. <laughs> well, I don't know if Sunday dinners are still a thing. I did Sunday dinners too. I did, you know, the weekly dinners. Everyone, like we had an actual dinner table. Well, I'm sure, exactly, that, I'm sure yeah. that other people have dinner tables, but we had our own designated spots growing up. Family dinner time was family dinner time. We didn't really do like... Friends came over sometimes, or, or relatives, but for the most part, there was always a, a family dinner and everyone sat around the table. Yeah. I'm not sure what we talked about anymore, though. 
Can't really remember. Can't really recall. We just talked about stuff like Yankees. I don't know. You know, it's just stuff. Well, th- then again, there was uh, weekend dinners like we would go to grandparents or maybe like an aunt or an uncle's, and mm-hmm. there was always a dinner. But uh, I see what you're saying. I, I don't think I'm not sure if millennials still do it. Uh, they probably do with their family, but they had to point out that they're doing the, they, they probably got to take a selfie or something, or they got to Snapchat their family dinner. And that takes away from the family dinner because it's supposed to be, supposed to be family dinner. Right. Now, when was the last time you had a family dinner? Uh, wow. Like when people sat at the table. Yeah. We still kind of do it for like birthdays and holidays and stuff. See birthdays and holidays, but not every week. No, not every week. See, things have changed. You'll have to excuse me for a moment. I'm melting. I must turn on this fan. No, it's so cold in here. I am melting. It's okay How because are you not melting? Today's, a, today's a shorter podcast, so you'll be okay. It's like 55 degrees in here. I'm going to leave a puddle in the seat. Oh, that's gross. <laughs> gross. Um, So, what was I saying? So, see, you haven't had Sunday dinners then, really, just on, like, events, you know, so they're well, not we had, really a thing we had anymore. Sunday dinners too. However, the, there was always a, it was always, you know, the family gathered around, and if somebody called, it was just like, oh, come on, we're eating. Exactly right. Like people were so strict. You can't answer the phone. You can't. You have to eat dinner. And, and nowadays, you got your millennials. They're texting and, and and sexting at the dinner table, and they're playing games or they're looking at someone else's Instagrams. Right. And that makes me really sad. And they're liking and unliking and unfollowing and unfriending and being and mean millennials that eat their own boogers. Oh, but I'm what? pretty sure like, and that was a thing, you know, if the phone rang, you didn't answer it during dinner. Like you, you had dinner and now people are on their phones. Like you said, or people like have become so busy that they're doing stuff and not well, having they're not dinner. really busy. They're just self-important doing stuff. Yeah. And, and making I'm, it look like they're busy. I'm pretty really not. sure there was like some sort of statistic that came out. I don't know. Maybe it was like a public access thing. And it was just propaganda, but that like Sunday dinners helped prevent from, you know, the detrimental effects of society. But, um, you know, I, that's the other reason I wanted to talk about this, because I went out to dinner the other night mm-hmm. and our waiter served our food, which looked delicious. It was like this lettuce wrap thing. And as he served the food, he goes, oh, make sure you take a photo to Instagram it. What a jerk. I wouldn't have left him a tip. <laughs> oh, I did. He was such a nice waiter. But, you know, the fact that that's like an acceptable thing nowadays. It's not an acceptable thing. He know? was just trying to be cute and he came off sounding like a dick. <laughs> I would have tipped him. You know how I would have tipped him? I would have given him like a fake Instagram account. Oh, my to, God. To follow. Say, here, here, here's your tip since you mentioned it, millennial. No, nah, I wouldn't really do that. I would have I would have tipped him, but I probably would have given him a, a dirty look at the Instagram comment because I don't take pictures of my dinner. I don't do that. I, I know. Stupid. I, don't, I don't take pictures of my food. If there's a food that looks weird or funny, I'll take a picture of that. But for the now, most part, I, I, I'm not a foodie. Do you ever do you ever um, hashtag your food or Instagram it? No, I do not hashtag my food or Instagram it. Well, one time I took a picture of... Me picking out. Picking out? Well, pre-picking out. I, I was cooking four hamburger patties all for myself. Okay. And I took a picture of the raw meat in the pan hmm. and said, I love cheeseburgers. That's it. 
Now, <laughs> that's hysterical. You, you, you want um, some sinks in. That's hysterical. Um, <coughs> now, I just looked up on Instagram the hashtag food porn. Have you heard that hashtag food porn? Yes, I've heard food All porn, and time. it's very misleading. I, I don't mind seeing uh, <laughs> girls that would like make it with like food on them and stuff most of the time, as long as they wipe it off eventually. Oh my God, gross. Well, I feel that, you know, the, those things where the girls like put like the food on like their boobs and their junk. Uh, I like I said in the body modification episode, the whole idea of looking at a, a woman who is taking her clothes off or has her clothes off is to see her completely naked. We don't want to see a banana in front of their junk or something. Okay, but that, anyway, that's not food porn. So, the if you go on Instagram, the hashtag food porn, people like all their delicious food and stuff. They hashtag with food porn. Now. There's 172 million hash food photos that have been hashtagged with food porn, according to Instagram. That's like that's crazy. 172 million. Think about that. People really want you to know what they're eating. And look, I'm not gonna lie. And yet so, they're starving kids in China. Right. Exactly. Right. So like we're over here hashtagging food porn, and I'm not gonna lie. Some of these foods look really, really good, but it's like some of them are probably really gross, and you're just playing it up. You know, people are hashtagging these, and it's like food. Like it's a basic necessity that like people in in parts of America, not even other countries, but people in many parts of America can't even afford to eat. You know, and we're over here hashtagging food porn. Like, what is that? We didn't do you that. Know? Generation X. Didn't, we didn't take photographs of our food. Yeah, like what is and, this? And notice how I put an emphasis on the word photograph. I'll just say it again because <laughs> I like to watch the levels. Photograph. You know, I mean, it's like you're walking by someone on the street who's starving on your way to the restaurant to hashtag food porn. You know, come on. Yeah. Like, what is this? Y you didn't see Generation Extras breaking out the old VHS home video recorder to, <laughs> yeah. to, to, to show everyone the th that, look, we're having mom's meatloaf tonight. I'd just like to say that mom's meatloaf. It's one of my, that's one of my favorite foods, my mom's meatloaf. Oh, I love meatloaf. But you know what? That's the thing, though. Because, oh, wow. That's going to be a drop. Because, <laughs> because Gen Xers, as we already determined with the vacation episode we did, Gen Xers were like content. Any young millennials in the Gen X, you know, I guess that mid, it's, like they were content with stuff that wasn't like over the top. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and yes, like the musicians and the rock stars were over the top with hair bands and stuff like that. But, you know. You were we happy. Need everything to be over the you top. You were we happy need, we going to, be to living like twenty four seven. Exactly. You were happy getting a snack at a Seven Eleven or going to a Chinese buffet for dinner. You know what I and mean? And we didn't need to take a photo about it and let all of our friends know I'm having a bag of Cheetos. Exactly. I mean, these food porn hashtags are ridiculous. It's like who would even think of putting? And I get it's like a creation of art. Some of these things. No, it's but not it's like, art. It's crazy to me. I, no. This is my favorite person. Someone. Okay. So. On this, on these 172 million posts of food porn, there's all these like ridiculous, like probably four star creations. And then someone just tagged a piece of New York pizza with the cheese melting off. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the person, whoever district treats is. That's who no, I want to be. Friends see, with. <laughs> I feel that even even treating it satirically, uh, I think even adding to the trend is not helping. You know what this made me think of, though, is that we have not introduced ourselves or our social media stuff so let's do that well i am grumpy angry dan america <laughs> you can find me at human america on twitter you can find me at dan america 59 on instagram while i do where i do not post pictures of my food <laughs> uh i don't even post pictures of myself drinking or anything my instagram is so boring uh, I, I i post jokes 
That's all I ever post on my Instagram, which is DanAmerica59. And you can find me at Facebook at DanAmerica. You can go on the YouTube and go to Q103 Albany. Hey, you can go to Hot99, too, and see some Dan America stuff. You can also read my blogs whenever I write them that are on Q103Albany.com and Alt1057.com. Don't get it confused with the dating site. My name is Tatiana. I am um, what am I? You can find me on social media at Rock Girl Tatiana on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, I don't really post about food. If I do, it's usually a photo of my husband eating food because he cracks me up. Um, I've seen pictures of your husband eating food. Yeah, we got a huge double burger the other day, and I don't even know how he fit it in his mouth. He was a champ. Um, it was like two patties plus onion rings wow, plus this... ham and bacon and cheese. Okay. Yeah, sound, it was. Yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, right right I, at Uno's at Crossgates. I just had some normal cheeseburgers. Mm. Um, hmm. I like cheeseburgers still. Me too. Um, and then what else was I going to say? Um, ba 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 ba. So there's that. That's what you were going to say. Ba, 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 no. Ba, ba. And then you can find me. That's right. You can find my blogs at Q103Albany.com, Alt1057Albany.com. And you can catch me on air for Alt1057 and Q103Albany. I'm like really snippy when I've just woken up and having like half a cup of coffee, aren't I? I feel like I'm snippy or a little more cynical today. What do you you think? are a little bit cynical, but you know, I'm usually not grumpy either, and this food thing just has me so grumpy. Well, it, it makes me upset, and like I said uh, before, oh, so geez, millennials and their food porn, their Instagram photos of food, they're so self-important, they're so self-absorbed, everything's about them, and doing my research for this episode, I noticed something, and I feel that millennials are making something out of nothing with their food trends because they're not doing anything new. They're just claiming that they are. And because they have the internet, so their voice is like 10 times louder than Generation X's because they can say something and someone in like Tokyo can see what they're saying where they have weird food. Uh, you ever see some of that weird like... Asian cuisine, like the octopus that yes, dances, and you yes. eat the octopus while it's dancing. But I'm getting uh, sidetracked here. What I'm talking about is, you goddamn millennials just don't understand. You didn't invent taco mania. Generation Xers love tacos just as much as you millennials. You're not responsible for taco mania. In fact, I'm going to say that Generation X is responsible for taco mania because we were the integrating generation. We were the generation that wanted to accept other cultures. You try to bring a taco around to a baby boomer, ain't happening. <laughs> Ever tried to make a baby boomer eat a taco, Tatiana? No, but I want to talk about tacos. <laughs> <laughs> because this is another thing that drives me nuts. Okay. Because, okay, I used to live in Utah where there was a lot of really authentic Mexican food, like Literally, people used to go door to door selling tamales. I'm not, yeah, oh, yeah, no, no, no. There was like a huge Mexican community in Salt Lake City where I lived. And I mean, I used to be, I'd be at my apartment, like my house. I want door to door tamales. Uh, It was the best Mexican food you would ever eat, Dan. And then, you know, years later in this generation, I go out to restaurants for tacos and it's like, 
pulled pork with coleslaw yeah, and a little touch a taco. of. I'm like, that's not a taco. That okay, like maybe it's some sort of like you can label it something else, but that ain't no taco. <laughs> well, well, that's something else that millennials are claiming that they've brought to the the food community or the world of food is exotic flavors. Yeah, and you know what? Okay, I'm not. I'm not Mexican, like ethnically, so I can't speak for that. I can speak as a Ukrainian because I am Ukrainian. If someone labeled their restaurant like an Eastern European restaurant and started making pierogies with like weird concoctions and stuffed cabbage with weird concoctions, I'd be like offended as a Ukrainian person because our food is our cultural, like ethnic food. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, I go to places that are like Mexican restaurants. They're labeled Mexican restaurants. And I go, and it's like all this, like, you know, farmer's market food. And like I said, I'm not Mexican, so I can't speak for that. But as a Ukrainian, I know I'd be offended if there was like some place selling pierogies that were like, you know, some farmer's market pierogi. Exactly. Because pierogies are pierogies, man. Like stuffed cabbage or stuffed cabbage. You can't mess it up. But then some stupid millennial will try to criticize you for not having an open mind. Exactly. And I don't get it. That's this generation. And like, let food be food and go back to Sunday dinners. (laughs) You know, and and here's the thing about this generation, though. I feel that they have no room to criticize because they're so goddamn lazy. Because now you have what they call futuristic grocery stores. I'm getting all this all, all off of a, uh, what is this? I think it's a San Diego University on my website. Okay. Let me double check my reference. <laughs> Fakenews.com. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> is that a website? I bet it is. Oh, there's so a website probably called There has to be a website called Fakenews.com. Uh, what is it? California College, San Diego. So, some freaking university website out of California. And where else to get the best information on how stupid millennials are? Wow, I'm really angry. I'm really angry. <laughs> I know. Anyway, but so we're, we're we're talking tacos here, and it yet yeah, upsets me when somebody says that. Oh man, you gotta try this taco. There's this awesome taco. I say, what is it? Oh, it's uh, it's shredded tofu and guac and yeah, potatoes. Like, it's like no, no, it's not a taco. No, no, stop it. Uh, or like you said, oh, it's pulled pork. You know, even fish tacos right. offend me. So N- not just because they smell. I, oh, I. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's because a taco is a taco is a taco. A taco is ground beef on either a softer, crunchy shell. Yeah. And then you get your veggies and everything. You put some cheese in there. And, you know, like the furthest I would go is maybe like some bacon on it. That would yeah. be good. But when you start putting fish and chicken and pulled pork, those aren't tacos. No. You you need to put like something before that, like it's a chicken taco or it's a pulled pork taco. Exactly. I mean, can we talk about that with food in general? Now, I don't know if you've noticed this and I haven't. It drives me nuts as well with this millennial generation is like pizza. Another basic, like, yeah. pizza's pizza. Okay, you put some sausage, pepperoni, whatever on it, you know? Yeah. And <laughs> you, you still had the Jersey accent when you said sausage. <laughs> I can't help it. Say it again, say it again. I can't do help it, it. No, sausage. No, no. Just, just, just say it. Sausage. On count three, then go, because I want to just standing alone there so I could sample it or something. All right, one, two, three. Sausage. <laughs> I can't help it. Um, but, <laughs> you know, okay. it drives me nuts because, like, <laughs> you see all this bizarre crap on pizza nowadays, you know, yeah. like pickles, tater tot pizza, like burger pizza, you know, multi-stuffed crust pizza. Like, why does pizza have to be over the top? Just let pizza be pizza. You know, give me a good New York slab. That's all. Pizza has to be over the top because millennials all need their own custom little pizza. 
and millennials. Well, I'm not saying that Generation Xers didn't do don't do the same stuff. I feel that millennials are a bit more excessive when it comes to outdoing each other. Well, that's what it is. It's like excessive. Like it has to be so outdone when it's like, like we said, there's people who like in the U.S. who can't even afford. Overthought. It's just a goddamn taco. It's just a piece of pizza. You know, honestly, like I don't eat fast food really, but there's some sort of appreciation I have for places like McDonald's and Burger Kings that have just kept their fries fries. Kept, yeah. kept their crappy burgers, crappy burgers. You know what I mean? Well, their their menus are expanding. I mean, yeah. you know, how many different versions of the Whopper have the, ha, has there been? I know, that's true, which is like a little bit ridiculous. Uh, speak, a Whopper's a Whopper. Speaking of which, I, I should bring up uh, my, my millennial wife and how I, I can't send her out to get me food. Did I ever tell you about this? No, tell me. All right, so I can't send my wife out to get me food. There, okay. was, the one, there was the one time... I sent her to Subway, and I told her to give me a turkey bacon sub. Okay. I, I didn't realize that I really had to separate the two words for her. And, and <laughs> You because, did tell me this. You yes, did because, tell me this. Because she comes home, and I go to take a bite, thinking I'm going to get a mouthful of delicious turkey and bacon, and uh, there's barely anything there, so I crack it open, and there's just slices of turkey bacon on the sub. That's hysterical. And, I, I, you know, I, I, I facepalm, and as I'm facepalming, I just realized she technically didn't do anything wrong because I did say <laughs> turkey, ba- turkey bacon sub. And, and she got you a literal turkey bacon sub. Yeah, but still, like, look at me. Do I look like a guy that's eating turkey bacon <laughs> subs? No. Oh I do my not. God. Well, when I walk into a sandwich shop, people should just automatically assume, oh, this guy wants bacon. This on guy something. wants the works. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I'm not that big. The works. Oh, fine. Uh, you, you know, you, you know, I, I I did some stretches last night. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm anyway, stretching across the table for the dip. You shut up. Ah, I'm kidding. Do you're not. I'm not shaming you. You're I don't not that always fat. do dips unless it's a really good dip, but. Mm. It's okay. I went home last night. I went to see a movie that we're going to be talking on on our movie review. If you want to catch that, it's at our YouTube page for Q103 Albany. But I went home from the movie and my husband was asleep in bed with a thing of dip by the side of the bed because he was eating Chinese food in bed. I don't do that. I don't do that. (laughs) It was hysterical. Anyway, so with the, the streak of my wife's inability to get me food because she's a millennial continues. Uh So... I send her out to get me Burger King one time. This is when I still ate fast food, like, oh, God, like 10, 13 years ago. Okay. And I had a, I used to have a very specific uh, burger order. It was a double Whopper with cheese and bacon. Hmm. She comes back, and as soon as I see the wrapping, I'm like, oh, great, because it's like a... Like an artistic, like it's fl- it's a flamboyant wrapping around what I think is my burger. And it's like, what is this? And she said, oh, it's the Angry Whopper. I thought you'd want to try it. The Angry Whopper? What is that, like hot sauce or something? It, it had jalapenos on it. But the point mm, is, it's not I a gave regular. her a specific order. And she could, and she gets to the drive-thru and sees this thing and just decides, oh, no, he doesn't want me to get that thing that he made me repeat back to him. There's this new cool thing, and I think he's going to love it, not the thing that he played, just placed such an emphasis on. And, and, and that's a millennial thing, I feel. It's just like millennials, their lack of respect for, for like, food. Yeah, exactly. For, for food and like people's requests for foods because back in my day, I, don't know, I hate to say it so much, but 
are. Well, but so back in my day, people weren't, well, the younger people weren't making so many suggestions or yeah. critiques when it came to food. You just shut up and ate it or else grandma was going to get pissed. Well, that's the thing. Oh, my God. I used to have to eat moldy bread, man, because my great grandparents all lived through concentration camps and stuff. So they were like. You know, one set, I had three great grandparents who lived through concentration camps. They were prisoners and made it through. And then I had other great, I had other grandparents who lived through, you know, the depression and stuff. And you didn't waste anything at all. You know, like they used to have bread. I remember if the bread started to grow mold, they'd cut the piece of mold off and you'd still have to eat it. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, yeah. No, like you were not allowed to waste anything. On like a worm and and an apple, just eat around it. Exactly. Well, exactly. They would cut the piece off if you had a rotting apple because that's what they, you know, they lived through these horrible circumstances like concentration camps where they didn't have food and they got beaten and stuff, you know, and much worse. In my family, it, it was, the famous quote was, it's a sin to waste food. Yeah, like you did not and you felt so guilty about it. Now it's like hashtag food porn, you yeah. know? My great-grandparents would be rolling over in their graves. I, I don't, it's crazy to me, you know? I don't know. Can we start a trend of like hashtagging grandma food porn? Oh my God, yes. <laughs> Did you ever have hot? We had hot dog soup. I think it was like some Depression era soup, but my grandparents made like, when you had like no food left in the house, they'd like make a soup and cut up hot dogs and throw it in. <laughs> well, I don't think we're going to have enough time to talk about food experiments because I've had plenty of those. What's going on there? Are you burping? What's kind what's of? Up? You see, like, uh, I'm still like in the decongesting process right now. Oh. But so. Uh, anyway, the whole thing with my wife continues. So one of the most recent screw-ups was I sent her the Outback. Okay. Oh, I and love Outback. So I had a gift card, a $25 gift card to Outback. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to blow, and I always share the gift card with my wife. I say, you know, get yourself well, whatever you want, but just make sure that I get this. Yeah. So this time I wanted a Bloomin' Onion, but I still wanted a burger. And I knew that I wasn't going to have enough money, so I give her my bank card and the gift card. Mm-hmm. And I say, okay, so same routine, you know, I want you to get me the, the, the bacon cheeseburger and get yourself something, but I want a bloomin' onion. So take my card, and whatever the difference is after you use the gift card uh, for the bloomin' onion, just put it on my bank card. Mm-hmm. So she comes home, she's eating her fried macaroni and cheese and her fries and Eventually, I get up to go check out my food because I don't really eat at the same time as her. I got—I have a very weird eating. Yeah, you're routine. on your own program. Yeah, I can only—I yeah. can only seem to eat if I'm watching like King of the Hill. Yeah. So, and my wife can't stand King of the Hill, so I'm waiting for her to get done eating so that I could watch my damn King of the Hill. And I go over to look in the bag, and all I see is one container. And hmm. I look up and I say, "Where's the blooming onion?" And she said, "Isn't it in there?" And I said, no. And she said, how many boxes were in there? Were in there? And I'm like, one. And she says, oh, thank God. I'm like, Wait, what? what? And she says, and so then she says, yeah, because the person like charged me this amount. And if that box wasn't in there, I would be pissed. And I'm like, what about the Bloomin' Onion? Yeah, that's what I said. What I said, what about the Bloomin' onion? onion? And she said, yeah, that's your Bloomin' Onion burger. No, no. Yep. Oh, man. Yep. I, I appreciate that because my husband and I, we got out back the other night and he did the same thing. That's all he wanted. He's like, I'm getting a blooming onion. I'm like, go ahead, get a blooming onion. God damn it. Now I want my, my blooming onion. That I never sucks. got my blooming onion. Oh, man, that sucks. I, I don't want to spend the money without the, without the gift card. Right. Ugh. 
that's the other thing that annoys me sometimes is prices of things. Yeah, okay. That's like a huge, like, especially like the hipster food, that whole trend, like $12 for avocado on toast. Yeah. That's crazy. That costs you a dollar fifty maybe to make it home. Like a dollar for the avocado yeah. and then a loaf of bread is two dollars. So what? Each slice is about ten cents, twenty cents. Yeah. Well, you know? Well, like what is it? Are the hipsters putting extra love onto it? Seriously, like what the hell are they doing that it's twelve dollars? Uh, I don't get it. And, and all right, now here's another thing that annoys me because I, I just want so I talked about Taco Mania. And I said, you know, t- tough shit, millennials. We, we Generation X love tacos, too. Yeah. Uh, uh, a couple other things from this uh, website that I was looking at that they said are millennium full, millennial food, food trends. We, we, we've talked a bit about exotic flavors. Yeah. But I think it's all bullshit. I just think it's millennials trying to find a flavor that generation xers have never heard of just so they can say oh yeah i discovered it because millennials want to be marco fucking polo when it comes to food porn so that they can have the post with the most likes yeah it's something stupid like that well you know because i they like if people make get enough followers on instagram they you make money off the advertisements and stuff well you know one of the things that really kind of which upset. leads to a whole other trend with the millennials. Well, but anyway, oh, one of the one of the th- other things that kind of upset me, and I got into a little debate with Vinny about this. Actually, you know, uh, Vinny, the guy who works here, that was supposed to be on this episode. I but know, I know, he's too busy. I know. But anyway, it's the mindfulness diets. Now, you know what I'm talking about? No, but it, well, mindfulness I probably diets? do, but explain it to me. Okay, now. I'm going to explain it to you with my, oh my God, I forgot the word, like the big important word, thesis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, well, I don't know. It's been so long. I don't even know if what I'm about to say is a thesis statement. And that is that mindful diets have existed for a very long time. For millennials to think that they were the first people to come out and watch what they eat. Oh, yeah. That is I know. such bullshit. I know. I mean, seriously, what do you think Weight Watchers was? What do you think Jenny Craig was? Come on, 1-800-94-JENNY. Exactly, yeah. What do they think that all that shit was? Or or are they just tuning that out and being like, no, 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 no. Exactly. We created this. We're the mindful diet people. Well, that's the thing. It's No, like being mindful of what you eat, that's a thing. Like that's not new. Yeah. That's not a millennial thing. That's been around for a very long time, millennials. You are not the first people to To count calories. You are not the first people to question if uh, if all this butter is necessary or if it's going to make me fat. You're not the first people to say, hey, instead of potato chips, maybe I should just cut up a cucumber. You are not the first people to fucking think that way, you goddamn morons. (laughs) Sorry. Hey, grumpy. I'm grumpy too, though. Maybe I should have another sip of coffee. Maybe. That's another thing that pisses me off. You well, know, I'm, I'm glad we're doing this episode. Because have we done coffee before yet? We talked y- about Yeah, we coffee, did coffee. Right? I talked about how you and your millennial buddies at Starbucks are ruining coffee. And <laughs> uh, I kind of, uh, I'm, a, I'm a hypocrite now because I thought I had to be in a rush and I didn't want to like make you wait for, for an entire pot of coffee to brew. So I used the Keurig today. Oh, and that goddamn Nazi coffee maker told me how many cups of coffee I could have per pod. So I ended up using two, still sipping on my coffee. It's Death Wish coffee. Mm. Damn it. Why don't sponsors pay us yet? You know what? Give us money. 
<laughs> you just want money. Is that now, how it works? Now you sound like a millennial. Yeah, I want money so I can get a goddamn blooming onion because my wife can't get my order right. <laughs> Oh, that's so upsetting. Yes, it is. That's so upsetting. Anyway, I do- I want the blooming onion with the, with the, with the, with the dipping sauce. It's so oh, great. You're going to have to get one for yourself tonight. It's a weekend. Live it up. Uh, I, I can't. I lived it up last night. I got cheap meat at Walmart and I had three burgers. Mm, what did I, I had Cheesecake Factory last night. It was really good. Our co- I saw oh, our coworker just there. died inside. I saw our coworker there. What, what, what Cheesecake. What coworker? John. Who's, oh, John Longton? Yeah, it was awesome. He waited the table right next to mine. I was kind of hoping he would He's be He's the guy that always wants me to taste his meat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, anyway. got, he's got good meat. Stride out. How do you know? Because he does jerky. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, speaking of food. Yes, yeah, speaking of food. All right, so go, keep on going down the list here. Keep on moving. Uh, I know, because we got to wrap on, up soon. On. So what else can we hate on for these? I, I feel like there's so much that's so frustrating. That's why I like said prices, we should just do a hate list toast. episode. Well, no, but it's all about food. I mean, we basically started with hating on okay, the okay. fact that Sunday uh, dinners don't exist anymore. Yes, and then we went so into Sunday dinners porn. don't exist anymore. And millennials are trying to say that... They invented things that have been around for like decades, which they didn't. Oh, oh what are they? You know what they're probably going to do next? They're probably going to claim that they invented fasting. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, well, that's a huge trend right now. It is. They're not claiming to invent it, but it is a huge trend right now. The warrior diet or something. It's like you fast for twelve hours or sixteen. That's hours. not a warrior diet. You know what a warrior diet is? <laughs> a warrior diet is well, like what I did when I was training. Six thousand calories a day. No, it's like sixty thousand calories a day. Yeah, that's like, a warrior have diet. Have you ever seen what the Rock eats? It's crazy. He's got all that muscle mass to keep up. Well, did you ever see what a lineman eats? Yeah, they're big. You yes. got to keep up your body mass. But, um, uh, so uh, aside from diets and all that, uh, millennials even go as far. No, th- this they didn't screw up. Well, they kind of did because, well, well they kind of did, kind of didn't. I- I'm just going to get her right out and say it. And that's uh, cash free grocery stores or deliver grocery store deliveries are oh my calling God. in your order. But now from a grocery like, store. that's a thing. And I was going to bring that up actually before mm-hmm. we ended is because you had mentioned how lazy things have gotten. And literally like I think Target just started that in the Capital District order at home or delivery at home groceries like the Walmart. I think in Glenmont does like drive through pickup now. It's like a whole thing like you can order. But that's why store. That's why like shopping stores are going out of business because everyone buys stuff online. But like, no, that's the thing with grocery shopping. Even people can't be bothered to go walk through the grocery store. They need to have it delivered at home. It's crazy. I don't know. But. Then again, it kind of makes you glad, maybe, that not too many millennials are showing up at the grocery store and telling you that you shouldn't that you shouldn't buy that poverty bread. Yeah, but look at I'm not gonna sound like what Wonder Bread. I'm no. not gonna sound. I'm gonna sound like a jerk, but so, not to sound like a jerk. This is the nurse in me. In all honesty, when you look at statistical like obesity rates that are rising, walking around the grocery store is probably like the least worst thing for people. <laughs> like it's honestly, it's good to walk around and get some movement. Like obesity yeah. rates are on the rise. Like what can you do more to cut out like activity? Come on, you know. Well, then there's a uh, grocery stores kind of piss me off too because they have to cater to the millennials. Yeah. Because you have your you have your smart food section or your or, or your mindful food section where it's all fake shit, and, <laughs> and, and that's something that I always say, and I think that's on, actually on the hate list, and that's uh, like tofu dogs or tofu 
chicken nuggets and stuff like that. If you vegans are so goddamn determined not to eat meat, then why are you shaping your food like it? Right. You, you vegans and vegetarians are full of shit because subconsciously you want to eat the meat or else you wouldn't have tofu dogs or, or like stuff that resembles actual meat. Yeah. You try to get as far away from meat as possible, you you vegs and you veggies. I look at I I don't I know vegans that I like. I have no problem with what people I have no problem with what people eat, but my thing is people push, you know, they push. You know what I mean? And, and there's nothing more annoying than a vegan at a restaurant. Uh, and, and I, I, not all vegans, but the ones that push, like not, and not even that, like, cause I being a vegan is pushing it. No, but you know, the thing is, I think in general, like I know people that vegan or not, like I know people that are just sometimes like I'll go out <laughs> to dinner with people and they're, and I'm very healthy, right? Like I'm, I watch what I eat. I have like my, my mostly because I have stomach issues and there's like 20 foods I can eat without getting sick. You know, I it's my own medical problems. Too much like sugar or yeah. gelatin stuff. Well, I, you know, I, I work with, I actually legitimately have issues that I work with a GI doctor on, but like, you know, so I, I'm very, you know, I will have to watch what I eat because of that. But you know, it's like, well, I, that, I'll go out to dinner with people and some people are such nuts that it's like, you almost feel bad about what you're eating. And I hate that. Like, I hate when people are oh, like, I never feel bad about what I'm well, eating. When you have someone sitting next to you, that's like, oh my God, can you believe this? And, can you believe, and this is not organic and this is not this. And I'm like, oh my God, please. Just, uh, I just want to eat am, my food in peace. I am peace. the brick wall in that situation. Like, I just want to eat my food in peace. That's please. probably why I don't get invited to go out to eat with people too often because I am, a, I am the brick wall in that situation. You know, someone's gonna be saying, "Well, that's not organic. That's gross." Do you know how that's made? And I'll just look at them and I'll and I'll shovel the corned beef hash in my mouth and I say, "No, it's good." <laughs> oh my god! And they'll be like, "Oh, that's disgusting." You know, those slaughterhouses aren't sanitary. And I'll say, "Well, neither is my colon, but that's where it's gonna end up." <laughs> oh but it tastes good. Corned oh beef is good. Gosh. Burgers are good. Steak is good. Chicken's good. Chicken nuggets are good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, anyway, on that note, we do need to wrap up. Well, I feel that this definitely deserves a part two. Yeah, I think so too. Because we, we've only gone for 37, 36, 37, 30, yeah, 30. You know what? To be continued. Yeah. Hi.